Hey, happy Friday. My name is Michael Wynn. I am the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RV Oppenheim Associates. And today, guys, we're going to talk about what is ADA compliance and how does it relate to your business website. Uh, an interesting article came out yesterday uh, in a Tampa news outlet, and it really um, echoes uh, the sentiments that, that we've seen and that I've seen as a web developer over the last couple of years is that ADA compliance is, is becoming a, an issue that if your business or organization receives federal funding and or you provide public access to your business or organization um, and you have a website, you really need to have ADA compliance in full effect on your website. So today I'm going to talk about some things to think about and what it really means, uh, you know, about your website. So when you think about the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990 that came out, you know, I don't think the governing board and, and the legislators and, and that law really took into effect how deep and wide the Internet uh, was going to affect consumers and the public, but they are now, um, and it's and it's evident. Um, if you do a quick Google search for ADA compliance website, there is a ton of information in um, you know cases. Uh, in fact, that recent article cited one source that said in 2018 there were over 2,000 lawsuits filed in federal court. Um, which is up 181% from 2017. Guys, that is huge. So again, if your company, business, non-for-profit organization receives federal funding and or you provide public access to your business, your brick and mortar location, um, you really need to have ADA compliance on your radar. So let's talk about what it really boils down to. They they've really broken it down into three levels um, and they have it labeled as uh, in, in letter A. So there's single A, double A and triple A. Um, and it really boils down to uh, a person with disabilities uh, and their ability to navigate uh, your website, the functionality of your website, uh, and then the combination of those two things. And so if you think about it, um, this uh, uh, one of the resources that's out there that I think is really valuable. And I'm going to put the link in our blog um, post so that you guys can check it out. I found it extremely helpful uh, and it's a, a deeper dive than what I can cover in the next seven or eight minutes. So um, think about grouping your content for your website or the functionality or your compliance into four groups um, for accessibility um, using the acronym POUR. You want people to be able to literally pour over your website and be able to discern and find information, um, taking into consideration those with um, uh, needs and those users with disabilities. So number one, think about um, your, your, your website needs to be perceivable. You need to have the ability to find Provide users the ability to find and process the information on your website um, easily. So just one basic example would be, you know, if you have a lot of video content on your website, you should also have an audio and or a transcription, written transcription of that video for, um, you know, to really be able to have that uh, perceivable uh, functionality. 
Uh, obviously operable, you know, folks need to be able to navigate your website. And one of the things that's key with that is um, many of the uh, uh, accessibility tools are basically keyboard operated. So um, that user needs to be able to navigate using a keyboard um, functionality to go to the different pages that are on your website. Uh, number three would be understandable. So again, the ability to discern and comprehend your website. And so if there are error messages, those need to be clearly defined and visible to the user. And then fourth would be robust, be able to adapt to the needs of users uh, with disabilities. So guys, I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, really when it boils down to, we need to think about, you know, can your website adjust the, the text size? Um, do you offer the ability to uh, convert to grayscale? Um, do you have the ability to change contrast, um, either high contrast or negative contrast? Um, and uh, things like, um, you know, uh, underlined links that link to other content on your website. Again, so that's perceivable, operable, understandable, and robust. And I think, you know, as we've worked with clients who are in the education space or who are in, um, you know, provide services to the public, um, you know, the, the thing that we talk about is you can have all the best technology in the world, but if your web administrator, the person that's updating your website doesn't understand, you know, really what it means to have a website that is that that person can discern and process information. So, you know, it's very commonplace to have a graphic with text on that graphic, but if you don't have an alt tag, which is that technology behind um, a screen reader being able to, if that person is has low visibility, um, you know, they need to be able to uh, discern or translate what that picture actually is. So the use of alt tags is really huge. Um, you know, and that's another reason why, you know, some of the modern day uh, platforms like WordPress um, have different elements that allow you to use an image as sort of a background and then use another part of functionality that will actually lay the text over the top of that image. And that really provides an ultimate experience, a more optimized experience for that person with a disability. It also provides um, translation opportunities if you've got the Google Translate plugin running Again, that's not a part of ADA, but again, it works hand in hand. So, um, and the other thing is contrast. And so what we're talking about there is the difference between the value of, of that color of, of that text versus the background. And is that ratio, um, you know, far enough apart that, that that contrast is obvious. So if you have like a light blue background and you have white text on top of it, um, that's, that's difficult to perceive because the contrast is not there. Um, so it's things like this that are really about understanding how to be aware of persons uh, and users with a disability who are trying to access your information, the use of colors, the use of contrast, and those types of things um, need to be part of your style guide or a part of your website content publishing strategy. Um, at the end of the day, guys, I mean, we're talking about an industry that's seen a 181% increase in lawsuits in just the last 12 months compared to the year prior. This is a significant issue. And guess what, guys? The two largest states with that increase are Florida and New York. So, again, if you are in Florida or in New York and your business 
receives federal funding and or you provide public access to your business for your services and or products. I don't care if you're Winn-Dixie, Chick-fil-A, um, a boutique store in Midtown, um, you know, or a bar, a restaurant. I mean, those types of places are going to be impacted and could potentially find themselves in a lawsuit because of ADA compliance. So this is a huge thing. Uh, I want to encourage you, if you have a friend that runs a business or is an executive director and you care about that business and you've seen this video or if you've listened to this podcast, please share this with them so that they can get on their radar. And again, I'll provide the link to a couple of resources um, for you guys to uh, kind of help with some best practices, um, because this is huge. I think ADA compliance is going to become more and more important as businesses and organizations want to provide the best experience and the best value uh, to their constituents, to their customers, and to the, to the people that they provide valuable services for. So again, um, uh, I just want to stress to you guys that ADA compliance for your website is, is really important. And I hope that you'll take the time and, and dig deeper and think about how it impacts your business how it might um, lower your liability risk if you take the time uh, and spend the effort and create a website that creates the ability for users to literally pour over your website. Guys, it's a Friday and uh, I'm glad I had a moment to share these tips, ideas, and strategies related to ADA compliance in your website. My name is Michael Wynn. I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. I hope you have a great weekend and we'll see you next week.